This episode of Idle Thumbs is brought to you by Squarespace, the fastest, easiest, most professional, well-designed, and user-friendly way to make your very own website, portfolio, blog, or online store. If you go to squarespace.com and use the promo code THUMBS at checkout, you can get 10% off your first order and sign up for a year and get a free domain name. That is squarespace.com with the promo code THUMBS. It's comfortable, accommodating. <laughs> Delicious. Delicious. <laughs> Oh, I'm so tall and comfortable. Mm. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you just that out. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> 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 well, I'm glad you're happy. Yep. It's October 6th. 2016. This is Idle Thumbs 282. Wow, you son of a bitch. Is it not? That's the podcast that came out yesterday. Oh. It's Idle Thumbs 283. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I was still, this week is the podcast of Idle Thumbs 282, but this podcast is 283. Reader, you're listening to this in the future. And we are in the past. And we are? Chris Remo. <laughs> Nick Brecken. And I'm Jake Rodkin. <laughs> Hey guys! Hey. hey, hey! Let's record this podcast where we talk about only the latest news in the video game world. Yep. Maybe what if what if the video game industry went out of business in the last six days and we had no? Then news. we're free, Chris. We're free. Let this podcast serve as our final missive. Oh, you're going to Japan, so you'll know like a year in advance if the video game <laughs> industry true. goes out oh, of yeah. business because everything comes out sooner I'll have there. to find yeah. someone's uncle. I'll have to, over there. <laughs> right. You could come back as the uncle. That's true. I could be I could be that guy. Yeah. I could oh, in Japan, you, the video games are already done. In Japan, I already played Super Mario Run. <laughs> On the Japanese iPhone, Super Mario <laughs> Run uh, came out already. They've got Super Mario Run 2, actually. <laughs> it's, yep. it's fucking weird. There was a sequel to Bit Trip Runner. It's a game now. Anyway, ha ha ha! Uh, get those goofs, Remember man. So the games industry joke? should go out of business because uh, then this podcast won't have to yeah, exist we anymore. Have to do this. Uh, you guys want to talk about what are we talking about this week, Chris? Uh, well, on this podcast, Nick and I played more Hitman. I like how we tried to be current and then delayed the podcast to make it even less current. You know, like we're playing the new Hitman episode, but now uh-huh. even at that, we're like a week and a half late. That's true. I actually. Have well, so all right, on that, I actually mainly played the one that was that came out before this one did. Okay. Because, <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, good. Yeah. Wonderful. That's probably that's probably fine because I played most mostly Colorado, so. Okay. Did yeah. you play any of uh I did play some Bangkok? some Bangkok, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I'm actually glad so uh since w- in the time since we last talked about Hitman in depth, there have been two new episodes released. Uh one of which, the first of which is in a large luxury hotel and resort in Bangkok. Yeah. Uh, and the second of which takes place in a sort of like... <laughs> a pile of dirt. Yeah. Just like a, a shitty barn. An, ers- <laughs> an ersatz military compound in Colorado. Yeah. Um, I definitely liked the Bangkok one. More. I'm not surprised by yeah. that, Chris. Can yeah. you imagine how unsurprised I am by that? <laughs> and I've actually seen some people indicate they like the Colorado level a lot, so I can't... Like, well, I'm not really speaking to its quality mm. sort of on some theoretical objective plane, but man, 
After so, la- so after on the last episode talking about how much I like just walking around unimpeded right. in large, well-designed spaces in video games. Where, where, lo- people, where not everybody's trying to kill you. Where not everyone's trying to kill you. <laughs> loading up the uh, the Colorado level, yeah. and the I, and immediately the yeah. game is just like, you're in hostile territory. Yeah, you're in a tactical suit. Yeah, you, yeah, you spawn <laughs> like, in what? in a okay. tactical suit. Yeah. The word tactical, by the way, society, let's fucking embargo this sure. word for like a decade. Yeah. It's getting ridiculous. Well, here's the thing, though. That suit looked more like what somebody would wear, like like a high-powered, like, European lawyer, like, on a date. You know what I mean? Like, that did not uh, look like a, like a, like a, ta- he didn't look like he had, so like, the, body the, armor underneath. The axis of, like of tactics in play here That's what I'm not, saying. Uh, it's different. This yeah. is like, I feel like that the Hitman fu- could have very okay, easily here's the just. Thing. That's fully in keeping with <laughs> right. our society's conception of the word tactical, yeah. which apparently can also be applied to things like lip balm, as long <laughs> as they come in a black container yeah. and are targeted at dudes. So he was wearing, like, a man suit. Yeah. yeah. The, the Hitman, like, his yeah. wardrobe is definitely, like, peak meeting on the axes of tailored and skin tight uh that he's like you know what i mean you know like the, it's just ultra tailored chris it's tactical tailoring yeah it's true it is that <laughs> it's extremely tactical tailoring uh anyway i di- i got far enough in colorado to like get inside the compound mm. and you know dress up as a soldier um, so people don't shoot me immediately. And right. then that started getting kind of fun. So I think the reason that... So I I hate the way that it looks. Me too. It starts off and well, it just feels... How does feels it look? But I... Okay. Well, yeah. It's, well, it's, it it's looks like just... a... It, okay, so it is... The, the fiction is that it is a farm, like a literal farm that has been converted into sort of a militia, uh, I don't know, training. Compound. And you know, like priming a, facility. So it's like a like, two-fort. <laughs> yeah. uh, two-fort. Sorry, yes. in, in Team Fortress terms for Jake, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, could you please phrase yeah. this in terms of who, a Valve yeah, game? Who are the blue guys and who are the red guys? Like, no, no, which, okay, sorry. I, 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 that or was, Nintendo game, or Nintendo game. La, 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 la. Um, <laughs> it seems like... The last four campaigns have sort of alternated between uh, infiltrating a s- mm. civilized spot and a more military government operations themed thing, like in in the mixing it up thing. That's true, but yes. even in the government version, like in this uh, is now like just what was peak. Marrakesh? Marrakesh was the yeah. one with the embassy. With the embassy yes. yeah. That's at least like a cool looking space that looks, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's like attractive and yeah. densely decorated. This is literally like tents in dirt okay and then i mean there's a house which is cool there's like an actual real multi-story house which is nice but it's much 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 smaller than you know the the interior spaces and yeah it's like a believable farmhouse yeah right and that's cool i mean like that's cool just because it's not as common i was hoping i could get through both of them last night but you know hitman generally these are complicated levels and also you know i play pretty carefully so i ended up taking me a couple hours to complete bangkok and that is just such a sprawling, well, even not as sprawling as some of the previous levels. No, it's but, not. But, but yeah. still, relative to Colorado, it's like a big, opulent, you know, hotel. And it's just, I just, I guess I just think that's like more interesting video game space because even if in Hitman that's common territory, it's still pretty rare in games generally. Are you um, playing nonviolently still, basically? You know, I'm tr- I'm trying to, but I'm not as stringent <laughs> as I once was. Because Colorado, I think, um, 
whenever I start playing Hitman again, I just the fucking wheels fly off. I just I just start shooting everybody right. for, for the first like. Yeah. It takes me a while to like ease back into uh-huh. your, playing. Your test carefully. runs are just drop as many bodies to, oh, yeah. to get just get as yeah. far yeah, just, in as you I can. Carve a path, <laughs> you know. Like I'm just like that's right, hard though. In bending Hitman. the river, huh? That's hard. I mean, because no, it's not, and I'll tell you why. Okay. And there's a specific way if you play Colorado and uh, I, cheating I, Hitman. Well, yeah, cheating oh, Hitman man, was cheating in full Hitman. effect, uh, but. <laughs> But 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 more so than that, um, and th- I sort of stumbled into this. But uh, the first, um, and this is actually kind of strange for this game. But you know the uh, drop points, right? The um, stashes that you mm-hmm. can kind of pre-schedule a weapon to be hidden in, and then you can grab it in the, some, at some point in the level. The the drop point in in Colorado is literally right in front of you when you load the level. And so you can drop a sniper rifle oh, shit. in that box, <laughs> yeah. which I just did because I was just like, eh, eh, the sniper rifle, sure, whatever. I probably won't find it. Uh, yeah, I walked three feet up, took this sniper rifle, and the way that that level is designed, it's a compound, but it's a circular, like, uh, walled space, right? Mm-hmm. And then on the out- exterior of the level, there's this, there's basically just a path that runs around this walled area, that's, I don't know, there are like four guys guarding the path. Like, you can take them out in like three seconds. So essentially, you can just walk around the entire level with a sniper rifle and just shoot everybody through the Don't through they like notice the people fence. falling over and stuff? Well, it's like a silent sniper rifle, Chris. Also, you're tactical. No, I know. So. <laughs> no, I know. But don't people see their buddies, like, fall to the ground? Yeah, sure. Yeah, but then but, they themselves fall to the ground. But then they themselves fall to the ground. <laughs> I mean, that thing shoots in, like, like there's no reload okay. time. I, I, I mean, guess it's I've ridiculous. just never used the sniper rifle in this Hitman game. Well, I, I, I barely have either because, like, almost none of the levels are designed for it. But this yeah. one is. And I think the right, fact that I stumbled I upon that made me realize, like, oh, okay, like, there's a perfect sight line to just drop the, the you know, one of the main targets. And, they're, you know, like, I think that's kind of what they were allowing for. And I think that's a way that people like to play this game as well. And I think that's probably huh. why a lot of people enjoyed this thing. See, I, I didn't, did, yeah. I didn't still, really, because after doing that for about 10 minutes, I was like, oh, God, I it's only, so bleak. See, I only enjoy just, that ugh. when it's hilarious. But, like, literally well, just being a sniper and killing a lot of people. That's not to say that I, I haven't enjoyed that in other games. Right. But in Hitman, I really only... It's not en- what you're there for. It's totally not what I'm there <laughs> for. And I really only enjoy that when it's funny. Right. Uh, so There were some funny there were some funny moments. But, but yeah, generally speaking, it's a, it's a very oppressive level. Anyway, tell me about Bangkok. Because I played a little of Bangkok, but I didn't really, you know... I didn't yeah. spend an hour on it Well, okay. So... <laughs> My f- the first thing that hap- that can happen mm-hmm. in Bangkok, or well, you know, a completely valid and encouraged first encounter in that level, and I think this is really cool, is you can just walk up to the front desk, the reception desk, yeah. and Check just it. say yeah. like, "I'm this guy," and your name, uh, by Tobias the way, Reaper. Tobias Reaper, yeah. T Reaper. The the Reaper, which he used in the first mission. Oh, he did. This I is an ongoing that. joke. Wait, the first this, mission, this the like is, training the, mission? No, no, no. Sorry, the the Paris, in Paris, uh, yeah. in the Paris oh, okay. mission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're there to meet uh, the one of the targets, and you say, "I'm to, I'm Mr. Reaper. I'm here <laughs> to meet you." And she goes, "Oh, yeah. Mr. Reaper!" Like, <laughs> how is that an alias? Still, <laughs> he's used it everywhere. Weird. This this like this, there's this bald man, yeah. Tobias Reaper. Yeah, he seems to like, show up every time weird assassinations happen. Yeah. T B Reaper. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, or T G Reaper. T G Reaper. T G Reaper. Yes, G. <laughs> he's the good Reaper. It's uh, it's he's going for a sort of like knockoff Le Carre thing. 
Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. The Good Reaper. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so so anyway, you checked into a room. Was it nice? Was it a nice room? It is quite a nice room. So you check in and then <laughs> a, a sort of... Uh, oh, man, wait, wait. In my playthrough, I checked in and I was like, I'm, I'm TB Reaper or whatever. And I, I walked G, over. G. and oh, Sorry, sorry. TG Reaper. Uh, and the bellhop just comes up and he's like, I'll show you yeah, your room. Happens and I just immediately always. walked past him and he was like, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stuff like that is very good. It's so good. Yeah. Anyway. So, okay. So I go to the room. Uh, I follow the guy to the room and he's like, here you go, sir. And and then he leaves. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's annoying. Like I wanted him, to, I was hoping he would walk all the way into the room so I could close the door behind him, you know, choke him out and then take sure. his, his suit. Right. Um, Isn't it annoying when bellhops don't let you choke them out and take <laughs> yeah, their suits? Yeah, it's weird. But he just like stood in the open <laughs> Does doorway. Does he have a little bellhop hat? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. They have bellhop yeah. hats. So you, have, you get the little like, the little, the little like. Yeah. 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 No, yeah, they're, they're they, very they ornately costumed. They these. better be. Yeah. You know. Yeah, uh, and uh, and so I'm like, oh man. So we talked about a video a few weeks ago called "There's a Problem with the Toilet." Uh, oh yeah, who's? <clears throat> I'll just spoil it now because you've had time to watch it. But if you haven't, look, search for the video. There's a problem with the toilet, um, and uh, the climax of that video is uh, TG Reaper opening the door to the bathroom. And you, as the viewer of the video, are treated to just like a pile of what looks like dozens of yep. dead or unconscious bodies in the bathroom, and it's it's very uh, hilarious. Uh, and and I and he sort of treats a bellboy to the discovery of this pile by like picking up a phone in the room, and then it says there's a problem with the toilet, and then the guy comes <laughs> up. So I'm like, oh man, I can totally get a I can totally get a bellboy back in here. By calling on the phone and saying there's a problem with the toilet, right? And so I I call on the phone, and instead of saying that, it must be a random roll because he goes, "The mini bar is not stocked. Come stock the mini bar." (laughs) And so, and they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry, sir. I'll be right there." So I just hang around in the room for a bit, and then eventually someone comes up, and it's a it's a uh, a three room suite. So there's it's a sort of one bedroom suite. So there's a large main room that you walk in, and then. To the left and to the right, there are separate rooms that are a bedroom and the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So uh, the mini bar is in the bedroom. So the guy comes in. He's like, oh, sir, I'm sorry about this. I'll refill your mini bar immediately. Or, actually, what he says, I remember it very well, is, uh, sir, yes, I'm here to restock the mini bar, please. Um, <laughs> and and uh, and then he always notices you and goes, oh, sir. And so then he goes into the room, and I follow him into the bedroom, and I obviously strangle him. And uh, <laughs> clearly, <laughs> and I take his clothes, and then I put his body just like wedged between the bed and the wall, and uh, and I'm like, okay, great, all right, time to time to go. Like I got, I'm dressed up now, and then right as I'm leaving, another bellhop opens the door, <laughs> and he's like, sir, hello, I'm here to restock the mini bar, please. <laughs> like, oh my god, like what the hell? So he starts walking in there. Did and you choke bef- that guy out? And then before he can notice the corpse. <clears throat> I choke him out. Good. And I'm like, well, that's annoying. And then I'm like, okay, that's weird. So I leave the room and I start to uh, like sneak around the, the hall. And then I notice there's another bellhop coming up the stairs, <laughs> like walking towards my room. And I'm like, oh my God. And I'm dressed, by the way, as a bellhop. 
Right. Um, and so I, like, he'll he'll know that you're not one of his kind. Well, you'd think. And so I run into the room, and then he opens the door, and he's like, "Oh yes, hello, sir. I'm here to restock <laughs> the mini bar." Like, oh fuck, man. So, so you... I'm pretty sure I understand how the toilet video came to be. Um, Does he just keep sending guys until someone <laughs> until someone checks it's... back? Yeah, mm. and you can't like. You can't. This is like the I Love Lucy episode where they keep getting refrigerators delivered to the right. House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you can't, um, you can't do anything to the mini bar to sort of like mark it as reset. I guess because you don't have materials to, to refill it. Yeah. Uh, and um, so, you, did you let that guy just? Do well, it? eventually, oh, bodies everywhere. What yeah, did you do? right. So eventually, <clears throat> I'm like Jesus Christ. Um, if I leave, they're just going to keep marching in here and not- then notice all their dead friends and like cause a stink. So I start. I, at this point, I have probably like by the time I I'm like I need I, by the time I realized I wasn't just gonna run out the clock because I, I I probably could have eventually actually mm. kept this because I think that there is there truly are a finite yeah, number of of, of NPCs but <laughs> they don't spawn but it, things but there was it. just no sign of it slowing down and it's a you know these are big levels and like right. who the hell knows how many dozens of these fuckers could be in here <laughs> so I, I by the time I had noticed this I had probably a dozen people piled up in the bedroom and I was like Jesus Christ okay you know what I can do this is brilliant I can I can transfer all of the unconscious people into the bathroom and that way when the when the next guy comes up to check out the mini bar, and you totally run no- the risk of a bellhop walking in as a bellhop is moving a bellhop's body into the bathroom. Yeah, and so I That's start dragging them in there. <laughs> uh, well, fortunately, you have a like a little radar map thing that shows mm, you. Yeah, right. Right. That's how I realized, but the second time that there even was a guy coming up, yep. like if, you know, because because I noticed a little dot walking towards my room, um, and so basically. I have enough time to essentially move like two to sometimes three bodies to the bathroom <laughs> before the next guy comes up right. to restock the minibar who then like adds to the pile. So it sort of slowed so my progress steps, down to like one to two. Yeah, one to two bellhops, net corpse gain yep. per cycle. Um, but eventually I did it and then I just left and I guess it was fine. Uh, and there's just a huge pile of dudes uh, in the bathroom there and it a restocked minibar. <laughs> 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 Sorry, it's stocked. <laughs> <laughs> this level actually has a lot of things like that. I mean, they're really into that in this version of in this iteration of Hitman. Is like, le- like turn the hose on so the water's running yeah. and someone's confused by it. So they can, I mean, there's a lot of stuff like that, and those those are really good interactions. But anyway, so I eventually, you know, I, I eventually completed the Bangkok level. But that that was like the very first thing that happened to me, and it was already uh, just a sort of. So cartoon extravaganza. You can tell if Chris Ramo enjoys a Hitman 2016 episode if he is able to get himself trapped in a scenario where a huge pile of corpses almost breaks <laughs> the video game. Like those are the levels that you enjoy, I yeah. think. Well, I was impressed actually because I didn't have any of the uh I didn't have any of the frame rate problems I had when I was piling up infinite guys on the roof. Mm. Um, I think because I was outside and getting infinite draw distance. Yeah, you just yeah. Yeah, own, yeah. everything was cold, other than other than the corpses and the yeah. bedroom yeah, and the bathroom. Ran, ran like butter. <laughs> you could have got like thirty more bellhops in there. I really could have. Yeah. <laughs> God, there was another part actually where I was. Um, God, where where I was? So th- this level, you are trying to assassinate a like an indie rock musician and his lawyer, basically. And at one point, I the contracts in Hitman are very. Good. I know. Well, yeah. this one was really funny because all the other ones are like big government figures or you know, sort of notable or unsavory people. In the fashion then, show episode, is that true? God, who do you even kill in that? Um, 
yeah there's there's that broker the the woman um, oh yeah yeah she's and then there's a guy also there's yeah yeah i don't know i don't know what they're i don't remember them being I don't from know what anyway this guy's yeah, probably yeah. really bad he was well, rock he, guy. yeah he had like the, the premise is that he in a fit of rage in the middle of an argument he like pushed his girlfriend off of a balcony okay and she mm-hmm. and it was like he was acquitted and it was ruled a suicide or something or like an accident, mm. but no, he did it. Um, anyway. Justice. Yeah. So at one point I got into another similar loop to this more intentionally when I was like luring bodyguards into a room by repeatedly turning the radio on so they would like hear the music and be confused and then wander into the room. And I actually really, my intention there was actually to like take out every single guard in the entire floor of that because it's like this private Sweet, yeah. it's like I this. like the movie montage of that where every time a guard walks by, it's like you know, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, what? <laughs> and then just yeah, the, the most boring five minutes of a film, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Um, and and I actually really intended to sort of uh actually exhaust the guard supply, but I didn't seem to come close, so I eventually mm. gave up. Yeah, I killed enough of them to give myself free passage. Chitin Hitman only uses those those objects when he's basically caught and it's it's like completely pointless. Like like the uh like the hose in, in Colorado. Like I had like fifteen guys chasing me and I was hiding behind a crate and I, I noticed the little valve for the hose <laughs> and I was like, couldn't hurt. And so I just turned That's it on. That's tactical brain then, at work. Right. And then I saw a radio and I turned that on and then it just started playing like like crazy, like wild country music. Like, bang, 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 bang. I was like, okay, there's like water did it going everywhere. There's from just, like the murderer in their midst? Yeah, it did absolutely nothing, but it oh, did okay. create an ambiance at least <laughs> from my death. <laughs> he died as he lived listening to loud shit kicking country <laughs> right. music and being wet by a hose yeah god that was a crazy run because in that level in that compound there are like soldiers training you know like they're the guys that are just like on a training course like doing stuff but i didn't notice that at first and so i went around the back of that area and as i was sneaking just like bullet holes and like gunshots just started going off like next to my head and I was like what the fuck there's no thing it didn't say I was detected like what is going on and then I just like, you were just on froze. a firing range yeah, yeah I <laughs> turned the corner and I noticed they were just like practicing and just god <laughs> that's I, it, amazing I was, yeah that's it was really a really good. good moment I'm sure they designed it like that but like it was terrifying the first time I was yeah. just like what the I was prone and crawling and then suddenly I was under barbed wire yeah well, <laughs> I was escaping, and then I had to run through these tires. <laughs> <laughs> and then they offered me a job. <laughs> you passed the test, Mr. Reaper. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> my mini bar is un- I need you to stock my mini bar. <laughs> my, my shoes are dirty. So did you finish yeah. the, the level? <laughs> um, no, no, God, no. Yeah, there were like four targets on that level. Yeah, that was that's a, it's a hard level. That one seems like also uh, like two or three of them you could probably kill with your sniper rifle from your outside because they're just yeah, walking around. I, that's basically the way I was playing it. Was I was just trying to figure out what's the perfect angle for mm-hmm. each shot, and then I'll go get the one guy that I can't you know get by doing that. I mean, when you, when you know you can't really do that because if you drop like 30 people in the middle of the level, someone's going to notice. Mm-hmm. And then they get the guy into the bunker and you can't really do anything mm-hmm. about it. Um, yeah, that's true. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was just cheating hit manning it up. So yeah. <laughs> I have no idea how you're actually supposed to play that level. I have no clue. I, I mean, I think like having gotten all the way into the house and done some sort of 
hit many things. Like I did get one target. Um, yeah. I think you're supposed to just do it the same way you do it on any Hitman level where you just go through and like take advantage of little opportunities and do it forever. It's just not as fun on that level given the way that it's designed and laid out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I really like the actual level structure, but the fact that everybody is a fucking guy with a huge Uzi on his back and mm. is just waiting for you. Eh, eh, yeah. It's not really what you want in a Hitman level, but it's good that Bangkok is, is good. Yeah. Hopefully the last mission, it's, we're on the last one now, right? We're waiting for the I, last. I guess. I think I so. Know. Yeah. Um, hopefully that's not just some kind of insane, like, you're infiltrating a secret compound where everybody's got laser sniper rifles. And you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, hopefully yeah. it's not some God, bullshit thing. Yeah, the temptation to even... Where everyone is a hitman. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, the temptation for video Reap game con. designers, even in... <laughs> everyone just sits around saying, man, I, I got that bellhop into the thing then there were like bodies and I had to hide all the bodies oh I know don't you hate it when the bodies pile up and they come back in and they keep coming and you they guys keep... says your guys mini bar restocked in your room I got <laughs> right. to my room and the mini bar is not stocked <laughs> seems to be a problem oh that's me that's me my that's toilet. my problem I kill all the bellhops <laughs> it's, it's the worst convention because it's all just these shitty hitmen trying to just gaslight each other just right. try to... yeah 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 people <laughs> yeah. setting off each other's car alarms We're setting prank like, calls the right prank calls to each other yeah. about toilets not running right yeah <laughs> Every fucking radio is turned on. Yeah, <laughs> just throwing cans and rocks Sprinklers all over the place. Are going yeah. off and like coins yeah. being flipped. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. it's just coins everywhere. Yeah, it's okay. They'll all be dead in an hour. <laughs> That's true. Or naked in in a you know crate. Right. Yeah. Everyone wakes up the next day poison. in their underwear in a dumpster. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Great party, guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, again next that year. was an epic night. Yeah. <laughs> that was an epic night. <laughs> See you at 2017. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, yeah, cut to, like, last standing hitman walking away, like, not right. looking yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Like, yeah. Bana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Everyone in the background, see you guys next year. Soon, what do you see? Final hitman walking away, but you won't see me. <laughs> <laughs> and then it immediately plays a trailer for Hitman 2017 <laughs> right, season yeah. two. Right? Yeah. <laughs> see you in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but you won't see me. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That he turns on a hose, <laughs> <laughs> right? Then, then he just like as he's Cut to like black. casually just like yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, that was my favorite part. In, oh yeah, yeah, the, that's that last mission. Favorite part. We played that sure. last mission this week, mm-hmm. and that's what that's it was. True. Yeah, <laughs> you're in the future. Right. I got it, I got it on st- uh, the Japanese version of Steam. <laughs> right. Playing more Hitman episodic levels has made me really, really, really want... I, I know it's not going to happen. I know this is literally never going to happen. But it makes me want a Deus Ex game that is this, mm. that's less... You're never going to get that. I know. But it's... but it's like They're not... The DLC is not that far from it. I was going to say, is, yeah. you'd like that DLC. So. I did like the DLC. And I also like the... Is the scope of that DLC kind of <clears throat> close to what a Hitman level is? Or is it larger? Or smaller? Um, <laughs> It's actually pretty, I would say it's actually pretty similar. Mm. I would say it's pretty similar. Um, okay. I don't know if that's the, I don't know if that's the, I mean, maybe maybe I will get the thing I want if that's what, if they're doing a whole bunch of DLC that's like that. I don't know. Um, but I like that it's, I like that the Hitman thing 
puts very little emphasis on the the overarching story, which is just never going to be good, yeah. right? Like it's never actually going to be good. And I, I really disliked uh, the overarching story and themes in the new Deus Ex. So part of me, I think, just wants, you know, that, that um, discreetness. Um, but on the other hand, I, you know, I really liked the uh, – I, I mean, I think they do hub – Areas in Deus Ex, the mm, new mm-hmm. Deus Ex games, like amazingly well, and you'd lose that. You don't think you don't think a uh, Hitman 2016 season finale is gonna be is gonna be? I was set up. All of these cases were actually good guys, and then you're back in oh, the boat that, in the boat missile yeah. silo. But then you got to bust yeah. out. I mean, that already find is. the guy to, to the extent that there on, is Chris. a connecting story. The connecting story is basically just constantly saying these agent these must be connected. Like you have your lady, yeah. like. Um, person who oh. gives you all the missions and she's just always talking about how like this is all clearly part of some bigger thing so the obviously I, I accidentally just doing. got myself stupidly excited about the idea of the final mission in starting off in just that stupid boat set inside of the, <laughs> the missile wooden, silo the wooden plot yeah but then you board, just like, open a door and just get access to the entire rest of whatever that facility is and it's like oh you know man. just yeah sapiens sized mm-hmm. anyway that's that's surely gonna happen all you do you just get super hitman powers, you know, and <laughs> as, as all good games should end where you could just strangle everyone and throw them right, all off just the cliff. Get the gravity gun equivalent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That seems fine. Yeah. He's, he ends by saying, this is my weak arm and then drops someone off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You want to take a break? Sure. Cool. Yeah. You like hear the sounds of fabric ripping and then his, the arms of his suit just rip off from his <laughs> muscles. <laughs> Then <laughs> he rides away on a helicopter uh, rope ladder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except this time it's real. Yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> God, I forgot that that's actually how the tutorial. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it's just a box. But it's, it's, like, just, a, yeah. it's like a crate. <laughs> yeah. Or right, the rope letters dangles to that el- el- helicopter. <laughs> you, you climb up the fake helicopter. And then grab up. the real one. <laughs> but yeah, first the guy drops you the, the C4 charge that you then blow up the boat, <laughs> right. which then blows up everything else. The actual silo, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess the, that whole tutorial opens with you being airlifted in, doesn't it? Maybe. I don't think so, because uh, it's no, fake. It, or you're, you're just... No, 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 because the game starts with you oh, out yeah, on, the little, like, into the on the little helicopter landing oh, pad, then you right, walk into the facility, right, then right. you walk into the boat. Yeah. So it, surely it ends with that blowing up. Mm-hmm. If I know my Hitman games, <laughs> it ends with a huge explosion and a giant action sequence. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, we're supposed to take a break. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. We could do that. Video this episode of Idle Thumbs is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the fastest, easiest, most user-friendly, convenient, and mobile adaptive way to make your very own professional website, portfolio, blog, or online store. If you go to squarespace.com and use the promo code THUMBS at checkout, you can get 10% off your first order, and if you sign up for a year, get a free domain name as well. It is literally every part of the equation to get a website going uh, all from one place on your browser. Uh, it is super easy. It works really well. I've uh, used it to create just, you know, the whole thing, start to finish. Uh, you get started without a credit card. Very easy. And then when you check out, use that promo code THUMBS. So we got an email from a reader named Patrick who writes, Hey, Thumbs, 
I would just like to thank you guys for the Idle Thumbs podcast. I've been listening for years now. I started around episode 130. I decided to backtrack and listen to the older episodes. I was confused around episode 50 when apparently it was going to be your last podcast because Nick was leaving to head to Bethesda. I knew it wasn't going to be the last cast because I started listening around episode 130. Still, it was funny to see how it all panned out, knowing what the outcome was going to be. Anywho, I'd like to thank you guys for giving me the confidence to start my own podcast on video games, not in direct competition with Idle Thumbs. That's right. Don't compete. Oriented for the Australian audience. I used your offer code THUMBS on squarespace.com to get started. At first I was overwhelmed, but now that I'm a few pods deep, I feel we're starting to get our grips on things. Cheers for the great podcast. Keep them coming. Kind regards. Patrick James Rafter. So that is how easy it is. What's his website? Uh, He actually doesn't say. Oh. Uh, other people have written to us about hosting podcasts on Squarespace. So that is a thing that they have just like out of the box cool. support for. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, thanks Patrick. And uh, go to squarespace.com with the offer code thumbs to get that deal. Sweet deals. Mm-hmm. Video games. So Chris, I feel like maybe we should talk about mattresses. I, I I agree. Like memory foam latex hybrid mattresses that are precisely engineered that spring out of a box into your home in a wacky way. I think we should talk about all of these things. And the reason I think that is because this episode is brought to you by Casper. I knew I was compelled to talk about mattresses for some reason. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Casper will send you all of the things that you have listed. Mm. Well, they'll send you things that uh, engineered with the techniques and materials that I've described that you've described. If you go to casper.com slash thumbs, Mm. you can pick up an incredibly comfortable Casper mattress that is sent directly in your door in a hilarious springy box. And on top of that, you will get $50 towards any mattress purchase. Uh, Mattresses often run into the thousands of dollars. And these twin size mattress for $500, a king size mattress for $950, and the whole range of sizes in between but that's it. Um, it is uh, very straightforward. They're really good mattresses. I laid uh, down on a Casper for the first time this oh, week, yeah. actually. Really? Yeah. I uh, I was in a West Elm, and they have a partnership with West Elm now. Uh-huh. And so I, I just laid down in the middle of that store. You know the thing that surprised me? I've laid down on other... Uh, on other uh, <laughs> Other trial mattresses. Well, no, no, no. On on other uh, memory foam mattresses. And I expected the Casper to be very stiff, and Mm -hmm. and, and it wasn't. It was very soft and nice. And so I'm I'm, I'm excited to buy one soon. (laughs) Well, it could uh, could come a little bit easier if you go to casper.com slash thumbs and get $50 towards that purchase. I might. I will. All right. Thanks, Casper. Thank you. Video games. All right. I think we're back. Whoa! Oh, whoa! Oh! oh. <clears throat> we doing some some rear mail, or did somebody else play a game? Uh, <laughs> uh what? Uh, <laughs> so it's only been two days since we recorded our last podcast. So let's be let's not get it. Let's not oh, oh, go okay. overboard here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you played a game? Uh, I mean, no. Okay. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird recording this, knowing that. People won't hear it for almost a week. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess there's nothing nothing really to say about that because we don't know what the implications are. No. Until it's too late for it to matter to us. Write in to questions at idlethumbs.net with all the things that we failed to, uh, to yeah. know about. All of the incredible video game industry happenings that you, reader, are aware of <laughs> and of which we are completely oblivious. Like a, like a bellboy in a, in a bathroom. That's usually how we are. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's true. The delay is not really different any other time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I suppose that's true. 
Um, all right. Well, should we do some reader mail here? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, so Josh Sisk writes, regarding last week's show, a while back I ate at a sushi restaurant in Washington, D.C. that opened down the street from a local music venue, The Black Cat. It was small, unassuming. Oh, I've been, I, I lived right across from the Black Cat. Oh. Yeah. Your apartment is now a sushi venue. Well, then you oh. also lived right across from a small, unassuming, and pretty good sushi restaurant. Hmm. I thought it was odd that there seemed to be only one person working, and I <clears> found <throat> out afterwards that the small staff was due to the sushi being prepared by robots. Oh, shit. Some research found an article, and then he has an article on WashingtonCityPaper.com uh, about, uh, about this sushi restaurant he says the owner talks about how he wanted to use sushi robots instead of staff so he could you guessed it quote buy better ingredients <laughs> so that's just going to be the, that'll just that's yeah, just better that'll be the classic line better now. pizza robots Go, yeah, yeah. It'll just that'll just, just be what it is so this is this is Mackie shop on is this, uh, is 14th this, street northwest is this the the trade-off is i don't have to pay anyone anything so i can put that money into the yeah. freshest ingredients yeah hmm I mean, that's what we talked, right? That's not what we oh, talked yeah, about. I wasn't, here, I wasn't here for Robot Pizza. That was two weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. I was thinking <clears throat> that was the one we just recorded, but it wasn't. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, apparently, um, <laughs> the, the, you're served in 30 seconds at this restaurant, thanks to the expert robot. And there's fish everywhere. Chefs. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Hopefully it's like that, like, yeah, just <laughs> knives flailing, ketchup just <laughs> squirting yeah. all over the place. Uh-huh. And then at the end of it, somehow a pristine sushi is there, but at what cost? Right, yeah. <laughs> like that, like all that. The, all the refuse just goes into the soup pot. <laughs> <laughs> like that Heinz ketchup robot. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, Alex Davis writes, uh, hi, Thumbs. Hi. After having played and enjoyed many different kinds of video games on many different systems in my lifetime, I recently decided to no longer play any video games at all until the upcoming release of Nintendo's next console and to thereafter only play Nintendo titles on Nintendo systems. I made this decision after having bought and played Battlefield 4 for about an hour. I quickly got the same feeling uh, that plagues me often when I play video games, that they're only present in my life as a means to distract me from other things I feel I should be doing. Um... So he says he closed the game, deleted it, opened Steam, deleted his entire library of games, <laughs> grabbed his phone, deleted all his games on the phone, and then committed his to phone, the idea. threw his phone out the window. <laughs> grabbed, <laughs> grabbed all his clothes, burned them. <laughs> like, where is this leading? <laughs> that unless Nintendo's next console is incontrovertibly terrible or isn't backwards compatible with the Wii U, I will buy it, cherish it, and, and devote myself to it and the church of Nintendo. I can't explain how or why it makes sense to me uh, it's because Nintendo releases one game every three years that you want to play. That's not entirely why. Like, let's just get to the end of this email because there's. I, yes. uh, he can't seem to explain why that if uh, many games no longer make me feel good, that I think Nintendo's titles will or should be any different in any way whatsoever. I'm writing to you because I want to know why do I feel like this? Am I misguided? Will I have my feelings validated or will I look and feel like a fool? Warmest regards, Alex from Australia. P.S. I love the podcast and will listen to it for as long as it's active, whether I'm only playing Nintendo's games or none at all. Um, I have no idea how to... I think Jake's got an answer I for this. I feel, Chris, like actually both you and I, when we were 
writing for the blog version of Idle Thumb circa 2005-6 mm-hmm. had a similar feeling to this around the like original DS days. I feel like we both specifically, huh. at the time that we were in our lives and the age that we were in our lives and the amount of video games that we had like consumed, ourselves I with, feel like yeah. we were both, there's probably writing from us that's stupid about sort of feeling fatigued by in our case it was like going to e3 a bunch of times and just like following the disastrous cycle of like this was like circa 2004 2005 2004 to 6 yeah like the ds gamecube era where just every game felt like it was just an assault to your fucking face with like explosions and limbs coming off and whatever else and then nintendo just had a real powerhouse lineup at that time which i think Mm -hmm. is slightly different than now but like i felt very much like my ds was the actual system that embodied like healthy and fun gaming that I wanted to enjoy. And I totally checked out of Xbox and PlayStation stuff for a lot of that generation in a way that yeah. I don't now. Um, like, I would never delete my Steam library. I, I, but, you know, also I feel like games were a bigger part of my, like, consuming and playing games were, for better or worse, a bigger part of my personal identity at that point mm-hmm. uh, than they are now because I make them all the time. Uh, instead <laughs> sure. uh whoops shit fuck but uh <laughs> but i felt just at a certain point like all of the food that i was eating in my entertainment diet was actually kind of toxic off-putting like garbage yeah. and mm-hmm. like yeah but i still wanted to be eating something so like the so i played a lot of medios and i played Nintendo a lot of like mario karts and yeah. yeah you know mm-hmm. that um i i feel like the like for me personally the gaming landscape is so different now that i you can go play indie games or whatever you could you could disappear into like itch as uh, to to get that same or something mm-hmm. like that you know to get meanwhile the- let me tell you about how many bellboys corpses i piled up <laughs> in the bathroom <laughs> yeah also that but i don't know like i i feel like the amount that i that my sort of identity and that my sort of personal diet of mm-hmm. of entertainment product is not is so tied to games that I feel like I need to carve out a space for myself, but I definitely remember that being a, a point in my life yeah. where that was true. I, I totally, uh, yeah, I do, I do remember that. And I, I think that both like you bringing up that sort of time and then also reading this uh, reader's email, the other time in my life I can remember feeling that way was as a teenager with respect to music. Mm-hmm. I remember just having some like, you know, kind of somewhat ridiculous moment in, I don't remember how uh, specifically how old I was, but it was at some point in high school. And I remember having one of those just like, oh, all this like pop music is garbage. I'm going to delete all of these, like at the time, MP3s um, (laughs) that I have. And like, you know, just listen to like whatever, I don't even remember specifically, but like whatever sort of bands or artists. Give me a rock band that has a string section. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't even necessarily think it was that, but like, but But it was, but you know, it's the kind of like, um, manifesto, like declarative thing that you can sort of get into at times. It's, it's sort of an adolescent mindset and it, which it doesn't, I, I mean, neither in the literal sense nor necessarily in a pejorative sense. Like it's just a, it's a, it's a mode, it's a frame of mind you can get into in probably when you're like, I don't know. I would say probably in both of those cases, um, for me, there like I also was just sort of feeling unfulfilled in my life in other ways. Like maybe I don't know if that's actually. It's hard for me to remember super specifically if that's true. But like you know, you want to assign some kind of meaning to specific things you're doing, yep. as opposed to feeling like you're just um, operating uh, by default or in the way that like 
some uh, entertainment industrial complex like wants you to. Mm. Um, oh, right. Well, no, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. I think that that's that's a th- like I, I think that's a thing that it's totally possible to and understandable to feel like in a culture that is so inc- like culture is totally ubiquitous and weaponized in our in our society. Um you know, but I, but I think it's probably like ultimately healthier to be self, to be aware of yourself, to cultivate self awareness, to culti- cultivate intentionality in terms of what culture you consume, um, and just try and be mindful and aware of both what you're receiving, but also how you're receiving it, and that's probably on balance healthier than like making broad sweeping declarations. That are probably more reactionary well, it's, it's, than right. Like, it's the difference between like going on a, a diet versus just watching what you eat. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think sometimes, especially when you're younger, hitting that reset button enables you to build back up from a deliberate foundation. Mm-hmm. It's when you hit the re- it's when you hit the reset yeah. button and then dive further and further into the fanaticism of the th- one thing that you've decided to leave behind. Mm-hmm. That I think that that's a, a dangerous route. But like, I'm kind of glad. Like, I feel like becoming really conscious of the games that I was playing and why I was playing them, and like it, I don't know. I I fell back entirely on Nintendo stuff because it was all really bright and colorful when everything was really monochrome at that time, and I was like, this is what what it's all about. But obviously, that's not the taste that I have in games or entertainment now exclusively. Like because, but I but I think that process actually helped me rebuild sort of what I consider in, in what I like and why mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I paired everything out and started reassessing what I allowed back in. Mm. But you, uh, Oh, totally. No, I think you're totally right. And that's part of why one of the reasons I call it an adolescent impulse um, because I think that that is most associated with the time when you're essentially figuring out Just who you what are. your taste yeah. even is. Yeah, yeah, who you are, what your cultural identity is, what, what you like and why you like it. Um, and that extends, I think, into... Probably for for most people, including me, and uh, you know your early mid twenties, and hopefully to some degree continues throughout your life, right? Like hopefully you continue to self reflect and and sort of um, uh, grapple with your taste and what it means. But you know I think it's most powerful in your mid to late teen years and and maybe early twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and yeah, you're you're right that that's and your midlife like, crisis. And your, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. If we're still doing this stupid podcast and. Right. Five to ten years, then just 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 wait for that that extremely fun period. I found that I really actually just like VR games. <laughs> Guys, I'm God, really getting into this VR totally, thing. Bob, man, that is actually like the modern version of that. Get ready right for like now. get ready for forty two year old me in whenever the fuck that is twenty Eight years. Yeah, twenty twenty two. Mm-hmm. To suddenly be a, a VR evangelist after that shit's mm. already crashed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, that's magic an leap. Interesting email. Yeah. Um, I hope I did. I hope Alex that I didn't come off as like um, dismissive or anything because I, you know, as indicated, we can clearly relate to yeah. this kind of impulse. So. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Well, uh, we're cutting this episode a little bit short because we're immediately going to roll into recording another episode right now. So we'll be even more out of touch and out of date with what's going on in video games. Uh, but thanks for listening to this one. Um, you can find us on the internet at idlethumbs.net along with all the other pub- podcasts we publish on our network. You can 
subscribe to us on iTunes, where you can also rate and review this podcast, which is highly appreciated by us. We are on Twitter at twitter.com slash idlethumbs, on Facebook at facebook.com slash idlethumbs. You can write us your own reader mail at questions at idlethumbs.net. Please tell a friend if you like this podcast. It helps us out a lot and helps grow the audience. One of the only ways we have to do that. Um, And we'll be back with you in a week and with ourselves in one stupid minute. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Hello. No, no, no. no. (laughs) Not yet. You have to wait a minute. No. But what? It's Spaff. Hey, Hey, Spaff. Not bad. What's up? Uh, We're just recording a podcast. You want to record a podcast with us? Nah. No? (laughs) How about next next week? Yeah, I'll I'll be here next week. Okay, be here next week. All right. Bye, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to use the bathroom and get more coffee and stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do that.